welcome, my dearest listeners. It's episode 500. Wow. I have written, recorded, edited, and published 500 podcast episodes. All on my own. No interviews. No help from anyone. Only me. On my own. Some of these episodes took days to prepare. A lot of thought went into them. Research. Topics that began to interest me more and more, the more I wrote about them. Other episodes were quick, one hour and done. I said what I needed to say, or I was short on time and ended them even though I had more to say. I'm proud of many of these episodes, but there are also many others I wish I had done a better job with. 500 episodes worth of content has inspired me and I keep going on. Ideas keep coming, sometimes slow sometimes several at a time. Ideas I never thought I would have. When I first started with this podcast, I was worried about running out of content, but not anymore. Sometimes I repeat topics, but not in the exact same way. I've learned more about it and may have a slightly different take on it. Or I may present the topic in a different way or a different context. I realize that not everything will resonate with you, it depends what stage in life we are in, where your mind is at, what issues we are all dealing with. But I know some topics will be exactly what you need right this moment. 500 episodes, over three years of podcasting, and yet I'm not where I want to be. The content is there, but the listeners aren't. I have so much work to do. Work I promised I would do the last time when I reflected, at the 300 and the 400 mark. When I said I need to do more advertising, more promoting, and I still haven't done it. But it's not holding me back from moving forward. There are so many things I haven't done, or I've done unsuccessfully. For many reasons, I may not have tried hard enough because it's not my area of strength, as it is the case with promoting. But... I've done other things, many other things. Every other Sunday, as you may know, I'm meeting with my rehearsal group, an important group of smart and ambitious people that have accomplished more in life than I have, and yet we are all coaching each other along our journey. Every time we meet, I learn so much, feel so motivated to move forward, and yet, as soon as the next meeting approaches, I start getting anxious. I haven't accomplished everything exactly what I set out to do. I'm not where I want to be or said I would be. And I stress out. You should see me. The morning off. I run around with my head cut off. I, I can't focus on anything. It almost feels like as if I have a test coming up. I'm often really close to canceling last minute, making up some excuse. I don't want to go because I don't have anything to show. But then I always go. And every time I show up, I realize two things. One, everyone else is not where they said they would be either. And two, I may not be where I want to be, but I still made progress. And this is my message for you today, as I am reflecting on 500 episodes. Five years ago, I was in the most miserable place I'd ever been in my entire life. I was going through a divorce and every day I woke up unsure of how I would make it through today. I 
had to start back from zero. I was still working out in the gym, but emotionally and mentally, I had to pick myself off the ground and start over. Four years ago, I was back on my feet, working, traveling, living my life. But on the inside, I was still empty. This time, however, I felt the emptiness. I was alone, but I was desperately searching for another relationship. Yet when it didn't happen, I eventually began to turn towards myself. I faced my emptiness. And this was the missing link that started everything. I realized my life is lacking purpose. And I began searching. This search led me to Quest for You, my podcast which I launched three years ago. Five years ago, I was miserable. Four years ago, I was searching. Three years ago, I became a podcaster. Two years ago, I slowly aligned my life with my message. I began living a more intentional and meaningful life. And if you have been listening to this podcast for some time, you know what that means, as I have shared many of the stories of my journey, of my quest with you. One year ago, I became a climber and decided to train in public speaking. Today, I'm a climber, a podcaster, and a speaker. One small step led to the next, and then many more. Every major accomplishment started with one small step. A feeling of emptiness led to a search. A wild idea about podcasting led me to record my voice on my phone. And now I have 500 episodes. Curiosity took me to a small mountain here in Berkeley and turned me into a climber. A spark of interest in speaking made me sign up for a speaking conference and, and that took me to an advanced training program and resulted in my first keynote speech that I have ready. A year ago, I didn't keep a daily planner. I had to-do lists, I had yearly goals, but I was all over the place. This year, I kept the planner with yearly goals, broken out into monthly goals, and I was much more disciplined with following through on my action items. We may not be as far as we wanted to be, but we all have come a long way. Today, as I am reflecting on 500 episodes, I want to ask you as well to look back. Because sometimes it helps looking back to see how far we have actually come. When we look back, we see all the steps we took to arrive at where we are now. The endless hours we spent practicing, trying, working, learning, testing, they all took us somewhere. But yet, when we only keep looking forward, the horizon constantly moves away from us because we keep setting higher goals. As soon as I climb one mountain, I already set a goal for the next one. That is why sometimes we just need to stop, as I'm doing today, and look back and celebrate how far we have come. When I climb a mountain on purpose, I don't look as I climb. I'm focusing on my path ahead. But when I reach a pitch or the summit, then I admire the view. Often surprised at myself of how I did this. I'm not a big fan of celebrating every little step. I like to look ahead and push forward. And this is why I get so anxious prior to my rehearsal group meetings, because I want to get things done. 
but just like a painting, it takes time until it all comes together. I have a friend who paints, and I have watched him. For two-thirds of the time that he paints, very little is clear, and it's not visible at all what the picture will look like. But in the end, when he applies the refining touches, that's when the image becomes clear. That's how it often goes with the big tasks in our life. They don't come together completely until the very end. Yet every small and large step along the way was necessary to get us there. As I am reflecting today, I'm finding a lot of food for thought in the following passage from Rilke in his book Letters to a Young Poet, which were actually letters that he wrote. And I want to end with this. And as I read it, please listen carefully. What he emphasizes here is that our progress in life doesn't just happen on the outside. We also need to be ready for the journey internally. Sometimes I find myself doing a lot. I am a doer. I like to set goals and get things on my list of things to do. And I like to go after them. But when we see that we don't make as much progress as we wish we would, it might be worth taking a break, resting, looking back, acknowledging how far we've come and then reconsidering the next steps before we just keep pushing on. Those are my thoughts as I'm reflecting on 500 episodes and I encourage you, take a break and look back and see how far you've come. Here's Rilke. With regard to any such disquisition, review or introduction, trust yourself in your instincts. Even if you go wrong in your judgment, the natural growth of your inner life will gradually, over time, lead you to other insights. Allow your verdicts their own quiet, untroubled development, which, like all progress, must come from deep within and cannot be forced or accelerated. Everything must be carried to term before it's born, to let every impression and the germ of every feeling come to completion inside, in the dark, in the unsayable, the unconscious in what is unattainable to one's own intellect. And to wait with deep humility and patience for the hour when a new clarity is delivered. That alone is to live as an artist in the understanding and in one's creative work. These things cannot be measured by time. A year has no meaning and 10 years are nothing. To be an artist means not to calculate and count, to grow and ripen like a tree which does not hurry the flow of its sap and stands at ease in the spring gales without fearing that no summer may follow. It will come. But it comes only to those who are patient, who are simply there in their vast, quiet tranquility, as if eternity lay before them. It is a lesson I learn every day amid hardships. I'm thankful for. Patience is all. Have an amazing day, my friends, and much love.